Welcome to Grow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Coach Anthony Thompson. I'm excited that you're here. Whether you're watching this or whether you're listening to the podcast, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're going to take some time. And one of the most important things I'll get straight into it is this is about grow and it's about growing in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, and your body. These areas are absolutely important. And if if there's anything I've learned from clients and traveling around the world and talking with people, it's I find most people in their day-to-day lives, the best picture I had was this other day because it was hot and it was warm and it was summertime and it reminded me of the subways of New York City. If you've ever been there in the, in the summer when it's been hot and it's been busy and it's been people getting in, in and out of work, you'll know and, and be reminded of that feeling. Be reminded of the, just the combustion and people and going you know, down the steps and up the steps and trying to get in and trying to get out and the heat and it's hot and it's sweaty and there's people everywhere. It's, it's busy, right? And I feel so many times that's where most of people are living in their busy lives. They're looking for all of the external answers in their life and they're going for them. And they're trying to figure them out. They want to they make more money. You know? They want a better marriage. They want their kids to, to have better time with them. And they, they want to be successful or whatever that looks like. They're looking for the external, external factors. And it's just this grind and this hustle and this you know, no days off and just this whole mentality. And then there's this other way. And... We'll stick in New York in the other way because it's just something that I'm reminded of recently. There was a time when we were going to go to the Hamptons. And if you've ever been to the Hamptons in the summer on the weekend trying to get there, it's busy. I mean, it's busy. It's a lot of traffic getting out of Manhattan. It's even more traffic trying to get to the Hamptons. But there's, a, there's another way. There's, there's, there's actually a different way. You can go over and you, you can get on a helicopter. And you can take a helicopter to the Hamptons. It'll take about an hour. 45 minutes, something like that. No traffic, no nothing, beautiful view. There's a better way, there's a higher way. And what I'm suggesting and what I believe that we're going to learn together as we grow is that there's a spiritual solution many times to these natural problems. There's a higher way, higher thinking, higher levels. And in those levels and in those thinkings is what I'm challenging you on. I'm going to challenge you on. I've lived most of my life trying to be in the subway. Up, down, hot, sweaty, bump, 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 busy. Maybe getting a little bit here, but losing it here. I'm going to put the scriptures and a lot of things in here that you'll be able to see. And look, I'll first to admit, I've tried and I've gone in spiritual seasons and not spiritual seasons. And what I see now, what I see most lacking in most high performers, in most people that want to take it to the next level, is there's a lack in spirituality, there's a lack in belief, there's a lack in supernatural, there's a lack in really what is all centered in the scriptures. And I say that because, you know, in my course over the last several years of just investing in personal development, you know, self-development, personal, whatever that may be, I've, I've read it all. I've, I've read through the spiritual teachers in, you know, India and the, in the, in the Gita and the and reading through spiritual teachers in, in the Quran and in, in, in the Bible and in the, in the Torah and spiritual books and 
spiritual teachers and, and, and what was so interesting to me is that so many of them come back to the scriptures, teach the scriptures, like back the scriptures, back the Bible, back these things. And many of you don't know, but I, I, I was raised in church, raised, heard it, but so many times discounted it. Nah, that's, that's not good enough. And so I explored and I traveled and I learned and I, I wanted to grow and I wanted to, and I'm devouring books, devouring things, eating up as much as I could about all these different sort of religious ideals and, and texts and, and books. And what I realized was that so many of these teachers would come back to bring the Bible and to and to teach it and people would learn it and they would and they would their lives would be transformed totally and that's what i want to bring in in the time that we have together i want to bring some something interesting i want to take you into the helicopters and the and the gulf streams of life i want you to be at a higher level higher thinking higher consciousness whatever it is that that awakens you because i believe that's what the scriptures is actually talking us to do but the step and the first thing that we must all do is you have to believe. In order for you to get into the spiritual side, and I know it's hard. Trust me, I grew up in church, charismatic church. People run around church. Weird things happening in church. It's hard sometimes to see the spiritual as not being so bizarre. Weird, crazy. But I want to challenge that thought. Just because it happened once ago doesn't mean that's the way it's supposed to be. That's an irrational belief. Just because it happened once, okay, maybe it happened a, a couple times, do, dozens of times, but there, it's not how it's always supposed to be. Now I want to challenge you in this thinking and spirituality because I believe that as your spiritual life grows, you will be growing everything that you actually need. The, the game plan, the blueprint of life, what God has for you, your assignment, whatever you want to call it, calling, that it's there, centered, right in there, in your spirit. You know what? And it's, it's one of the hardest things to do. I can't tell you. People avoid it. They don't want to do it. Why? Because maybe you don't see the results as quick. But I want to challenge that. I want to say the results are there. Faith is there. Miracles have happened. Many times just there's, there's a lack of patience. There's a lack of faith. There's a lack of belief. There's really a lack of God and spirit in your life. You want to be informed, rather be in spirit. And in spirit is actually really just about being inspired. When you're inspired, you're in spirit. When you get information, just informed. I want to switch that. So, for the short amount of time that we have together, this isn't long, I want to bring a verse and I'm just going to throw it out there because I want to talk about the mind. I think most people that I talk to, work with, chat with, mental thoughts, everything in the mind is usually what most things are centered on. Why? Because what we think about is what we become. What we think about is what we feel. And ultimately, after we feel it, we then do it. All right. So like I said, I've gone through countless of books about the mind, about, you know, whether it's neural pathways, whatever it may be. Let's just, let's break it down. Let's keep it simple. Let me read you Romans 12 and 2. Those of you who have been around church, you've heard this a million times. Those of you who have not, this is going to be an interesting scriptural, spiritual text that I think is sensational. It says, 
do not be conformed to this age. Another translation will say to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. There's so many things in there that I love. Don't be conformed to this age. And when I think about another translation that I, that I like, which I'll, which I'll read, it's more of the Amplified. Um, let me get to it. 12.2, don't be conformed to this world. Transform, renewing of your mind. When we're talking about don't be conformed to this world, your mind is being designed whether you like it or not. It's either, it's either by design or it's by default. And even if it's by default, it's technically being designed Design means it's a conforming, it's, it's a construction, it's, it's being built. Your mind is being built every single day by all the things that are coming in and out of your mind. That's how the mind works. That's where thoughts come in, right? And so as you build your mind, think about this. If you've never thought about how you've constructed your mind, this is what it's saying. It says, don't be conformed. Don't let the world just construct your mind by default. Because when you do that, what's going to be in it? all sorts of junk and trash. And you wonder why those things are in your mind. Well, we'd have to backtrack. We have to say, well, what is coming in your mind? What are the inputs to cause these feelings, to cause these thoughts? And that's a whole nother uh, talk that I'll have and, and, and go into. But just in this verse alone, don't be conformed to this world. Paul's writing it. He's making it really plain. Don't be, don't let the world construct and conform your mind. That's what he's saying. Where does he go next? He goes, but be transformed and progressively changed. And the Amplified says, as you mature spiritually by renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values, so that you may prove what the will of God is. It says here that the will of God, which is good, acceptable, and perfect. Now, will of God, assignment on your life, call. It's good, it's acceptable, and it's perfect. It's exactly how you were designed to be. Now, if you're living in this world, which you are, and you're watching this because you're with me, those are things that you want. You want to know what is good, what is acceptable, and what is perfect for your life, right? Imagine that. Imagine knowing all of those things. Well, how do you get those things? This is saying don't be conformed. Don't let the world construct your mind. But instead, it says renew. And when you look at the word, the word renew in the Greek, what I love, what I love, 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 is the word that comes out of it, and it's the word renovate. All right, renovate. Think about that word renovate and paint a picture. When I see when I see that word renovate, I get excited. My wife and I we love sometimes looking at houses. You know, renovate. You see it, and then all of a sudden, what what do they have on TV all the time? These renovation shows. These property brothers, right? They come in, they buy, they take this place that is absolutely trashed with thick carpet and terrible cabinets, and you know all sorts of stuff that's from the 80s and all of a sudden they wipe it out and they make it new and you're like, wow, why can't I do that? That's what this verse is talking about. So let's think about it like this. You're going to renovate your mind. What is that going to look like? Imagine you're renovating your mind. You're not allowing the, the world, the patterns, the, the trending topics, social media to construct your mind. What the Bible is saying here is to is to you renovate your own mind. So what does that renovated mind look like? Because once you know a renovated mind, it says here you're going to know that which is good, acceptable, and perfect for your life. You will know exactly where you're supposed to be with a renovated mind. 
I want you to think in your mind what it would look like to be renovated. Right? Think about if you were to go in your mind, you got a sledgehammer. You're looking at the walls, the cabinets, this ugly carpet with stains on it, these chandeliers from the 80s. And you look at it, and what do they do when they get into these demos? They, they start breaking down walls. Open it up. We want an open floor plan, right? Kitchen, sub-zeros, you know, Scotsman ice makers. I want this thing set. <clears throat> That's what I know that you want for your life. I know you want to grow. I know you do. And I'm presenting something to you that's one of the hardest things to do. The reason why I'm presenting it to you because I know that you'll be flying in a helicopter rather than messing around with the subway. See, the Bible talks about, it says, the Bible says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If your yoke is not easy and your burden is not light, then you are not connected to the Spirit of God. Plain and simple. If you don't feel peace in your life, you don't feel patience, long-suffering, gentleness. If you don't have any of those things or you're not during the day at some times, you're not living in the spirit. You're not living at a higher level. You're just playing in the traffic. There's no growth in the traffic. The growth is up here. The growth is up there. I want you to think about the renovation in your mind. Think about now what would you need to do? What needs to be renovated? What needs to be torn down? What needs to be ripped up? And what needs to get thrown out? What needs to get trashed? What needs to get demoed in your mind? Think of those thoughts. Think of those thoughts. I'll, I'll, I'll close here. I'll close here quickly. But the thought I want you to think about and the idea, if you've ever been in kinesiology, you understand that when you hold on to certain things, you could, you could have a negative thought in your mind. Someone will come in, they'll... they'll if you're listening to this on the podcast, <clears throat> you know, they'll try and push your arm down, right? They'll think a thought, think something negative, think something, you know, shameful, resentful, and they'll push your arm down. You'll lose energy when you think those thoughts, when you think defeating thoughts, when you think thoughts of, of, of shame and when you think thoughts of guilt. You're holding on to it. And it's weakening you. Your mind's the same way. Your mind's the same way. Even if you're, the things that have gone on in the past, unforgiveness, resentment, envy, anger, holding on, weakening you, weakening you. You cannot grow if you're holding on to toxicity. You can't grow. I want you to let that thing go. The Bible says cast away. Literally, cast it away. Cast it away. It says, cast your cares upon God because he tenderly cares for you and loves you. That's what he's done for you. I'll make a challenge. That's what I want to leave you with. That's what I want to leave you with. Get, get, get those thoughts out. Anything in there is going to be toxic that you're holding on to. Let go. Get rid of it. How do you do that? How do you get rid of it? You got to get connected to the source. What is the source? The source is the great I am. The source is Christ, the Holy Spirit. Presence for a higher level. I've told you before, I've gone through all sorts of different spiritual encounters in many different religions. 
And I'm going to tell you right now that many of them will tell you to connect with God. And they'll say, whoever God is, I'm saying God, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Connect there. Connect there. Do the things you don't want to do to get the results that you really want to get. That's the challenge that you're going to have. That's the challenge. And what does that look like? Start in the morning. Start praying. Start a devotional. Put it in your calendar. Morning, noon, and night. Jesus got a way to pray. Daniel got a way to pray. David got a way to pray. Great people. They got a way to pray. That's the challenge I have for you. If you want to know for sure exactly where you're going to go in your life, you've got to renovate your mind. You literally get the demolition, renovate your mind, and do the work. And do the work. It starts with belief so that you can become. I'm thankful you're here. If there's anything that resonated with you in our time together, let me know. Email me. If you're looking for community, if you're looking for a spiritual accountability, which is something that I've, I've just opened up a free group. Why? Because I know people need it. Come in, join us, and get accountable. Do that. I want to offer that to you for nothing. Just join. All right? This is our time together. I wish you the best. I thank you for God's blessings in your life. That each person that hears these words, that they not just hear them, but they do them and they do your word. And that they, they know, they know that there's good things attached to the growth that they have spiritually. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Do me one last favor. If there's anybody you think that this would help or resonate with, just send it along. Just send it along. Thank you for your time. I can't wait to get with you next week. Goodbye.